Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Clear Vista Financial are not affiliated. Discussions in the show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode. This is actually the, the uh, episode two of season two of the Spin Life Well Show. I'm still having trouble keeping up with all the different seasons that we have now. It's it doesn't like, matter anymore, does it? No, it's it's like we we should be on Netflix. We get a kit a camera in here, Matt, and we'll uh, we'll go on Netflix. Okay. This week's episode is uh, talking about the four money commandments. Uh, as you know, the Spin Life Well Show is a faith based. Um, financial program. We share um, different wisdom from the Bible about money and your life. Uh, with me today in the podcast studio is Matt Boudreau. Say hello, Matt. Hey there, everybody. And recently released from his school quarantine <laughs> is Jesse the intern. Hey, what's up, everybody? And and Jesse has not been quarantined, by the way. We wouldn't let him in the office if he was. <laughs> Uh, so we all know about the Ten Commandments, right? Correct. Well, that uh, you know they're the ones that are clearly listed in Exodus twenty and Deuteronomy five. But did you know there are at least four more commandments about managing money? Okay, so maybe they're not spelled out. Commandment one, they two, three, four. They were written in stone. They were not written in stone like the uh, Mel Brooks movie, uh, <laughs> History of the World Part One, I believe that was. I do not recommend that as a family movie. <laughs> Uh, that'd be something if you, um, perhaps if you're um, uh, hanging out with the guys or it's the girls not out and you want to watch something extremely stupid, <laughs> maybe check that out on Netflix or um, uh, Prime or whatever, okay? All right, so, but these, these and we're, we're, we're putting air quotes in, in the, around the words commandments, but these, this biblical wisdom is found in God's word. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So we'll kick it off. Matt, why don't you hit off, uh, hit us off today? Sure. And Mark, I think you did a good job, good job describing it. It's not necessarily, you know, the four commandments of money. It's more of a lifestyle thing. We see it all throughout Scripture. Um, you know, we can look at some of the different things, and we'll mention a couple, couple verses today. Just, you know, the Bible teaches methods and systems and thought processes on how we manage our money. Um, and, and so we want to emphasize the lifestyle thing. Now, overall, the Bible teaches that we're to enjoy God's blessings. In Isaiah 44, it, it reads, For I will pour out uh, water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground, and I'll pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessings on your descendants. So really, we just want to highlight that it's God that provides our needs. It's not us that provides for ourselves, right? Um, There's not necessarily a correlation between how hard we work and how much we make. Now, some people can argue that, um, but Scripture makes it clear that we are to work, but that the income that we make is not only in God's hands, but He's the one providing that. And so, in trusting in God's provision, He will, uh, through that, meet uh, every need that we have. So, So what's the first commandment? So, the first commandment is that we're commanded to give. Uh, In Proverbs 3, it says, Honor the Lord from your wealth and from the first of all your produce. In 1 Corinthians 16, uh, the Apostle Paul adds, On the first day of every week, let each one of you put aside and save, as he may prosper, that no collections be made. Now, what does that mean? It, 
Well, first thing that comes to mind for me is obviously the church, your tithe, that kind of thing, giving okay. back to the church body that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. But there's other things too. Sure. Uh, I mean, uh, for the you uh, devoted podcast listeners, you will remember I mentioned at some point in the past uh, about uh, my giving experience and and how we my family really we see it now as not a, as an act of obedience, like it says in the in the Old Testament, but really an act of worship. And so we want to remember that that we're honoring the Lord with our wealth from the first of our our fruits here, and and giving should be a joyful and enjoyable thing. Um, it's something that we do to 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 honor God. Yeah, and, and I don't think we need to get to the point where, you know, we're not going to bring up the 10% and, you know, what it says about this. It's about giving a portion of what we have. And you can even go past the money aspect. You know, we're all sure. given different gifts, abilities, strengths, things to offer. It may not come in money form, but we're instructed to give and to glorify God through that. And so, you know, in the one verse from First Corinthians, it says on the first day of every week, that's trying to illustrate, hey, let's recognize God through it and give back, um, you know, a portion of that. So. so something that we've been talking about in my small group, we actually just started a new small group, but we've been talking about the broader idea of worship, and you just brought up that idea and how worship is more than just, you know, getting together and singing. And it's not sure, a checkbox. Yeah, sure enough, worship can be how you give, and like you just said, worship can be, um, you know, how you give your time and your efforts and your minds, your mindset. Yeah, absolutely. So podcast world, right before we started recording today, uh, in the studio, I was uh, sharing with my colleagues here the giant ten dollar and eight cent tax <laughs> refund that I was received. I was excited when I saw the envelope. It's like, hey, I'll take the guys out to lunch today. Until I saw <laughs> it was ten dollars and eight cents. So we can't even really go to uh, Tasty Freeze and get a snow cone. So, uh, but but we are commanded to pay our taxes. Mm. Matt, what does yep. Romans say about taxes? Yep, in Romans 13, it says, Render all to what's due to Caesar, right? We've all heard that before. It says, Fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor is due. And so Jesus himself also gives <clears throat> insight on this commandment when he says in Matthew 22, uh, Render to Caesar what is Caesar's. And so that kind of refers to each other. What does that mean? I mean, most people think, okay, taxes have to... Pay the piper, pay Uncle Sam. What does that mean to you guys? Well, it just it just means that that I am to live under the laws in which I Absolutely. have been given, have been basically passed down to me from God through yep. um, officials in the in the land that I live, and and also remember too. I mean, this is this is a um, this is Jesus talking here in Matthew twenty two, but remember the Pharisees were trying to entrap him because they. They knew this Jesus guy was a rebel, and they were pretty sure they could trip him up because he'd probably be like a, uh, some guy that says, we don't have to pay taxes at all because we're beholden to the God, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so Jesus Jesus can see saw through that easily, but he also said, this is what we're supposed to do. Yep. <laughs> and, of course, the Pharisees walk away, and they're like, darn it. Yeah, and I don't know if we have any international people listening to this podcast, but you can just oh, think do. of Oh, we do. We have a large international audience. I'll have to talk about the stats yeah, later. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. But think about where you live and what format of government you live in. This is just a way to say, you know, God, I, I was born into this, this system, this right. form of leadership that we're surrendering to, and we're going to honor you through that. Um, Jesse made a good comment here before we got started. I don't know if you want to jump in. Sure. Well, 
I just think it's cool that there's it's one of these concepts that has stood the test of time, and uh, it's been in the Bible. Jesus talked about it, and it still applies today. And I think it also just comes out of humility and as out of obedience, because Jesus is calling us to be obedient by uh, by giving into those taxes, because it's the way that our society functions. And regardless of your political views, especially you know this year, there's a lot of that happening, but um, just that Jesus called us, and he, he says it right there, you know, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's. Yeah. What um, was the parable there? What did he pull out, pull out, say, ask someone to pull out a coin? Uh, pull, he pulled out a coin. He's like, whose who's picture is on the coin? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We showed Caesar. his face is on it. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Your and back. His face is on back. it. He owns it. Yep. Well, it's just a, a sense of you're know, contributing to the society that's around right. you because whether or not you can have the d- debate of how much control government has versus you know how much freedom there is, it contributes to the community around you. We're not necessarily in the place of making those choices and decisions on what happens, but we're participating like a good citizen. Yeah, it becomes mm-hmm. almost another act of worship, although I hate paying taxes. Exactly. <laughs> who, who likes it? Nobody can say it likes it. It's not one that I worship joyfully over. <laughs> right. But you know what? But we still. can always say that I have to pay taxes because I have some sort of income. Right. You can look at it that way. So what's the third commandment? Matt? All right. Our third biblical commandment for using money is paying our debts. Another fun, exciting mm-hmm. topic, right? In Psalm 37, it says, the wicked borrows and does not pay back, but the righteous is gracious and gives. And so not paying our debts responsibly makes us no better, better than what? The wicked. Right. Yeah. Now, if our listeners had been uh, subscribed in season one, they would realize that we shouldn't really have mm. a lot of debt. So this may not even apply to most people, but if you're like the world, you probably have some debt somewhere. Maybe it's a car or a house or maybe even a credit card. So we should always pay back those debts. I'm always... I always cringe a little bit when I when I hear those radio commercials that say, you know, let me tell you the secret that the credit card companies don't want you to know. You don't have to pay back your bills. <laughs> you and, can just steal from them. Yeah, you can just steal from them. And and it always makes me cringe a little bit here, and I'm reminded here by this verse that, hey, uh, even though you may be in trouble, maybe even you even had to go through a, a period of bankruptcy to protect your home or, or whatever— I, I still, if, I, if I'm ever in that situation, I want to make sure that I pay back everything that I owe. Yeah, and, and I think just the statement here shows that um, you're paying back what you indeed borrowed. Now, the reason debt is in place in the systems that we have is because you are borrowing money at a price, and that's what interest mm-hmm. rates are for. And I, you, if the intention of paying that back uh, is, is there, then no big deal. Sure, debt can be bad, but good financial planning can help you plan through that process and, and get out of that debt, but we're not running from the debt. Well, to me, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, that's let's... a technical. We can we can rub that out. In fact, we probably should just edit out Jesse of the entire podcast. <laughs> Is that possible, Matt? I'm sure it could be. No, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. Oh. So well, I remember what I was going to say. So we 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 never have a technical flop up here, <laughs> listeners, because you never hear it. It's because we are perfect until the day. Perfection. <laughs> and we never edit anything around here. Well, Go ahead, Jesse. Jesse. No, um, so I guess my thought was that a lot of biblical wisdom is countercultural to the world we live in today. Mm. And a lot of the things that maybe the Psalms say or, or teachings that Jesus has are, are not what people would say is normal, especially to a non-believer. But this is something that's just, I mean, depending on your version of right and wrong, but I feel like most people would say this is stealing and this is wrong. 
and outside of the biblical world, I just feel like this is a universal concept. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, the Pharisees, uh, they they thought he was he was crazy. Right. Well, there was a reason for that. I mean, we'll have that for a future <laughs> podcast. But the reason for that was is that what Jesus was saying, and and the 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 religious leaders and the Pharisees knew this to be true, but Jesus was disrupting their financial livelihood. Mm-hmm. And so he was the threat to their financial livelihood. They knew what the scripture said. Mm-hmm. They knew that. So so yeah, these things are radical to a a normal worldview. It's not a Christian worldview. So when you say you don't want to have any debts, some people may look like you're strange, but uh, there's a reason it uh, seems radical, because this is what we're commanded to do. So let's go to that fourth commandment, All fourth right. money commandment. Our fourth and final money commandment today is to provide for our family's needs. Imagine that. <laughs> In 1 Timothy 5, Paul writes, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And that sounds pretty extreme, right? That wow. sounds pretty yeah. um, <laughs> a big negative thing. And I guess in this portion of Scripture, we're, we're talking about our roles that we play in our environments. And and we need to take care of our own. And part of that provision that we talked about earlier, part of the uh, income that we have the privilege to earn, is part of God's provision. And we need to care for those around us who may depend on us or where we can give and make an impact in other people's lives, whether it's close family or maybe some extended family that you you know you may have taken under your wing and, and felt a, um, a need to, to be a part of that person's life. We need to take care uh, of our family's needs. Do you think this even applies to like close friends? It could. It could. I mean, if, I don't know, have you ever had any close friends around you that may have been at a disadvantage or maybe in a period of their life where they, they couldn't uh, earn an income? Well, sure. I mean, I've always helped people out, and I know that people have helped me out. Nothing huge, but maybe a couple bucks here, buy me a meal here. Uh, that's happened in my life, but sure. I, I, I feel like that concept could happen on a slightly larger scale among friends. Oh, yeah. And it's and, and I think I think that we have to be careful, though, about yeah. that. I, uh, I agree, yeah. Because, you know, we uh, oftentimes are helping clients, and uh, you don't want to get to the point where you're enabling a family member uh, to have bad behavior. But I think what the Scripture is, is, is saying that, you know, I, let me give an example. Matt, you ever get up in the morning and you're like, I don't want to go to work today. No, I love work so much. I can't. I, okay, I can't wait good. to. Good answer. To good answer. But but we all have those experiences. Like I really don't want to go to work today, and I'm reminded of this scripture in First Timothy five that just says, "Hey, if I don't get up and work to provide for my family, not only am I being lazy, I'm kind of a bomb here because I'm not providing one of the basic things that that God has instructed me to do." So it, it you know it's like okay, I got to get up. You know, got to go to work. Got to earn. Um, the money that uh, is needed to support my family. Uh, and I think when it comes to, you know, supporting extended family, whether it be your friends or extended family in terms of your relatives and things, I think that's important. And um, But at the same time, you do have to have boundaries there. You don't want to be taken advantage of there. I think the scripture really does apply to your immediate family and certainly can extend to um, extended family and, and friends. That that scene in in vacation where cousin Eddie is like, I I need some money, and he goes on and he's like, Yeah, I need about fifty grand and stuff like that. <laughs> we're we're not recommending it. This is once again we we have not recommended a family friendly movie. 
Again. Movies mentioned on the Spend Life Well show are are uh, have not been approved or vetted. I think we're 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 um, uh, two for two in recommending R-rated <laughs> movies. So so Spend Life Well listeners, uh, take that with caution. Don't go out and rent um, Christmas Vacation or History of the World Part One. But there are some great examples on there on what not to do, right? right. Of course, yeah. of course. Now I'm not saying there's not wisdom in in <laughs> things that are that are maybe uh, not so great, but um, because we can use those anytime. But yeah, I just want to make sure that that the Spend Life Well audience does realizes that we in fact are not recommending yes. or giving a thumbs up or five stars to any of these movies. <laughs> no stars, no stars given. So um, anyway, so God provides. Yep. And we should we should use that provision that he's had to help others as well, and whether that's through giving, uh, whether that's through paying our taxes, whether that's paying for our debts or providing for our family's needs. I think God's given us instruction uh, to be able to um, to uh, use the the wealth that he's entrusted us with. Yep, absolutely. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap up today. We thank you for joining us. I do want to give some of the content credit to Ron Blue and Kingdom Advisors. Um, he also has a book out. We referenced it before. It's called Master Your Money. Great insights in there, and we'll probably talk about that some more as we go on through our season two of this podcast. So thank you for joining us today. We will see you next time on the Spin Life Well Show. Mm-hmm.